All right, welcome to episode 47 of the Barman and Bevo podcast. It's been about a week and a half. I'm here with my co-host, Michael, the organizer, Barman, the promoter, <laughs> the mouth of the South. When necessary. <laughs> uh, so Mike and I got together on Saturday. I got to meet a couple of our listeners who I hadn't met before, Ryan and uh, Kevin, at the state championships. Awesome. Um. And you got to meet the Rinnakers. I did. I got to meet Heather's uh, Heather's mom and grandmother, and, uh, grandmother uh, uh, down here from Wisconsin. Very dis- very disappointed you weren't explaining the races. <laughs> I wasn't ex- <laughs> explaining the races. Why does why does that why does that guy have a microphone and he's not even explaining what's going on? Because he think just... Heather got second. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the judge's decision. <laughs> So f- for those that weren't down at the Dick Lane Velodrome, I did my first foray into announcing a uh, bike bike races, which I think I did average at best. It's not <laughs> it's not my specialty. <laughs> Chris well, but- Chris even and mentioned like, why aren't you making jokes or something? I'm like it's not scripted. I can't do it. <laughs> Well, what about just having the ladies do podiums before the dudes? That wasn't my fault. The dudes just got up there before the, the ladies, which you know, that's on their parents for not teaching them, teaching them that. Never, never underestimate a Barman and Bebo podcast in uh, in uh, making it someone else's fault that something happened. <laughs> it's not. Our, it's not my fault. I pronounce all the I mispronounce all the Italian names. I wasn't learned better. <laughs> Um, so we had state championships on Saturday here in Georgia. Um, overall, any, anything you want to say? I know you, it's sometimes you like to stay out of that stuff, but yeah, it is. It, it, I thought it went, um, rather well. Uh, we did have rain on Friday night, but that that's going to happen during the summertime. We couldn't get it dried off and those kind of things. So, eh. you know, yeah. it, uh, um, uh, you know, the goal, my goal always in, uh, in doing a state championship is to try to prepare riders that might want to go to nationals or prepare people who think that they could possibly be on a journey to get to that level, uh, to give them an opportunity to race some of the better, some of the racers in the local area that are racing a little bit more seriously than they might on a Wednesday night or, or at other times. So, uh, I, I'm happy with those goals. And we almost got rained on on Saturday. We probably missed it by about a half hour. Uh, yeah, it was, it was going to get pretty close. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad I didn't push that start time back in the afternoon, but it ended up being, it it was a tough day. I mean, that's a, it's always tough. John Dow does a fantastic job. He of, did do a great job. Um, officiating and keeping score and, and it's a long day for everyone, the racers. Uh, but I, I, I think it's really important that all those, uh, uh, that the racers get an opportunity to race similar to how nationals is done in just a couple of days. And I was trying to help him more or less as much as I could while I was up there. Yeah, no, you were fantastic. I you had that uh that one screenshot of Kevin and Andrew like uh just a couple inches <laughs> a couple inches from the line that showed how even they were. Um and is there anything coming up that we need to promote for the Dick Lane Velodrome? Uh we are doing all categories on Tuesday, July third now. I talked to Pete Antonovich last night. Uh we're gonna do kind of a fourth of July party. 
uh, on Tuesday, July 3rd, uh, where we have all, all categories in it. I posted it online, and it's in the DLV no- news. So uh, everyone, if you're shooting for Rider of the Year points, you can't say you didn't know. Especially if you listen to this show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think most of the Rider of the Year contestants might listen every now and then. I know they tell me they do when they see me, so. Uh, I think maybe they're just being polite. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's let's kind of get we we haven't recorded in about a week and a half. Um, happy belated birthday! I know I know we chatted a little oh, bit thanks. on Sunday. We were going to yeah, record thanks Sunday. Your, thank, thanks for dinner on Saturday night. That was really nice of you. It's the least I could do, Mike. Um, it was a it was a good time. Yeah, it was. It was nice, it was nice meeting Heather's uh, mom and grandmother. And getting to hang out with Kevin, of course. Uh, yeah, he's kind of quiet. What did he? He asked us to cover tennis, didn't he? Yeah, he asked if we ever thought about covering tennis. I'll I'll cover tennis when Barman watches uh, Ten Days in Hell. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? It's, we've talked about this before. It's that stupid movie that was on HBO with Andy Samberg <laughs> and the guy from Game of Thrones, where they play a ten day tennis match. What? Because <laughs> it's tied. <laughs> <laughs> it's right up your alley. It's like remember they did that spoof movie on the Tour de France. Yes. It's it was the one that came out before that. It was a spoof oh movie gosh. on like eighties tennis at Wimbledon. Man, that sounds awful. I don't think I gotta watch it. I'm not a big Adam Sandler fan. It, it's Andy uh, Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, it's basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's dive in. Um we're gonna we're gonna recap some of the cycling going on um right now, the pre- Pre-Tour de France races, uh, we'll start with the, the Tour of Switzerland, the Tour de Suisse, as they call it. You've got a well, little bit I of a recap it. recap for us on, on how that went down. You got a recap for us? No, I thought you were doing it. I, I didn't write anything about the Tour de Suisse. I thought no, that's I'll what you were writing down. No, I wrote it down for you so that you, so that you didn't oh. have to type up your notes. So right. I could actually stay like one stage ahead of you and actually keep it congruent gotcha. because we wouldn't want, should we do the Scott Patton uh, shout out now? We wouldn't want Scott Patton to have to extend his time listening to the podcast any longer than necessary. And you can hear both of us typing during the podcast when we're, when we're looking for stuff. It's like, click, 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 click. Uh, stage one team time trial. I think we went over this last time, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll hit it again. It was an 18 kilometer stage. Your winner is BMC. Do you have Sunweb finish second, Quick Step third, Movie Star sixth, Sky fourteenth? Yeah, I think the main thing we talked about was Sky won the Dauphine team time trial. The team time trial is super important this year because it is in the Tour de France, uh, and there's only thirty four k of time trial solo time trial, uh, so it makes it extra. They're doing their best to help Bardet win as absolutely as much as they can. Uh, so the the main difference between Swiss and Dauphine was Sky won in the Dauphine. I think BMC was second, and then uh, Sky was actually fourteenth at the Tour de Swiss. So you can see where their resources were were put in. Um, stage two looks like it was probably a sprint stage. Sprint stage. Sagan wins. Gavaria second. Yep. Gavaria is going really well. He's going to be in the. He's going to be in the tour. And Haas third, is that right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, stage three, also a sprint. Yep. Uh, Sunny Cabrera. 
Yeah, good win for him. He's been on the door for a long time and doesn't seem to ever quite break through. Either he's with someone who's faster um, or he's able to outlet, outleg it, but someone solos away with a K or a K and a half to go and he doesn't get second or third in the stage. And he's with Bahrain? Yeah, Bahrain, is that how you say that? I believe I'm... We'd I, have to ask Michaela. <laughs> Isn't it Michaela? Uh, I believe he said it was Michaela. Okay, we'll find out <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> That's when I said my daughter's name was Michaela. I do remember that. Uh, Gavari is second, Sagan third. Yep, good sprint stage. Stage four, we get into more of a Rolling Hills stage. You're going to have to do these, this name. Is this Christopher Jewel Jensen? It sounds like it. He's a uh, from Mitch- Denmark? Mitchell, Mitchell and Scott rider that soloed away. Uh, actually, I think it was that he was in the original break and ended up winning the stage uh, by being able to outclimb some of the other uh, some of the other uh, uh, breakaway companions and then finishing ahead of the uh, the GC guys. Okay, um, stage five, another Rolling Hills stage. We get. Uh, I'm, I hope I get this one right. Diego Ulysses. Yeah, from Italy. Uh, it's been, he. Yeah, since he's transferred over to UAE, he hasn't had a whole lot of results. He was on Lamprey previously and couldn't quite get it done there either. Uh, so a nice stage win. Uh, you can usually tell when guys are up for contracts because they win weird stages uh, before the tour to help with their negotiation. Just, just like in baseball when people's uh, batting average goes from about 280 to 310 or 315 for a while on a contract year somehow. They're... Um, they magically get over 120 RBIs or on base percentage goes up by 10%, all that kind of stuff. Um, stage six, another rolling hill stage. I'm going to, this one's not going to be a good one. <laughs> Storin, <laughs> Craw, Anderson, or is it Croft? I, I, I would say it is Craw. From Denmark, uh, from an, Team Sunweb. Another Danish rider. Uh, wins the stage. Something must be going on in Denmark. They must be having a, a high unemployment or something must be going on for these riders all to be racing so well before the tour. They're trying to get home before the World Cup starts? Uh, you never know. Is Denmark in? I think they are. Well, know. Who we've knows been, at this point? We've been wrong, we've been wrong about every, <laughs> every team in or out. I like Krabby's list of people for us to turn to. Yeah, we'll get to, to that. About. We'll get to that. <laughs> Uh, I'm just trying to see if I wrote down Denmark anywhere. I, who knows? Um, all right, stage seven. We get to the mountains. My boy, Nairo Quintana. Is that your boy? I love him. I love the he little can, the little guy. Three of those can fit inside one of us. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> Easily. What does he weigh? A buck twenty? <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, maybe one twenty-five. If I had to guess, looking at him, on- I just wish once I could see him win, like dominate in the tour. But the last few years, I watch him, and he just—he can only go for so long. It's super weird. Well, you know, originally he was looking for a contract, and he rode well for Movistar. He's a Spanish speaker, obviously from Colombia. Uh, great rider, uh, doesn't time trial all that well. Uh, not super poorly though, um, and things just haven't quite gone his way yet. Um, it looks like eight was a sprint stage. Yep. Damare, Gaveria, and Kristoff, and then Sagan in fourth. So a good, good, solid sprint stage of, of, of guys you're going to see in the tour. 
day in and day out. And they ended with a time trial? Yeah. Yep. It's really stage odd. Nine? That's weird. That's... Port, Port ended up winning the overall, huh. uh, but was 14th in the time trial. TJ actually got third in the time trial. Stefan Kung from BNC uh, won. Obviously, Kung being a Swiss rider uh, was more motivated than uh, than most. And then actually, Jacob Falsang uh, jumped over Quintana uh, and uh, for uh, for second place overall. Isn't it Fuglesang? It might be Falsang. I say Falsang. I believe it's Fuglesang. I don't know. He's one of Bob Roll's favorite ones to talk about. When has Bob Roll ever pronounced? Or not Bob Roll. Um, uh, what's his name? Not Phil. The other one. Uh, Paul Sherwin. Paul. It's Paul Sherwin. One of his. The favorite. one that still should have a job. He doesn't have and a job. Dump, no. Well, they 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 if they have to go to one, they only take Phil. Yeah. And really, they should leave Phil at home and take Paul with his gin. Yeah, I blame the Aussies. Uh, so your winner for the whole race is Rich, Richie Port. Richie Port. Yep. And then Fog. Fogsang. Fogelsang. And then <laughs> there's no uh, there, there's no there's no E in there in the in the middle. You're adding a syllable, I think. Fogelsang. Mm, we'll find out. Michaela will correct us. Um and then he, Quintana. If and I, then Quintana if, third. If I get that one right and he says I'm right, I'll be so happy. No. <laughs> Even though I'm gonna butcher the uh the ask Barman and I'll take you out, I'll take you out for wings. We, we can use <laughs> We can use the nice uh, birthday present that Andy Bailey and uh, Andy Bailey and Chris Nuziata got me a Hooters card. So <laughs> we, can, uh, we, can, we can we can go get, use my Hooters gift card. You can was, be my date. How was Hooters? <laughs> <laughs> eh? <laughs> the Hooters were pretty good. The wings, not so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So we also had the tour of Slovenia over the last week. Um, yeah, kind of a much less. Uh, much less intense than the Tour of Switzerland, which is kind of surprising because both Rigoberto Oran and Rolig haven't really raced all that much lately. So they're yeah. taking a come into the come into the Tour under. Didn't Roglic win a classic in the spring or one? He won. We talked about him earlier, maybe like two months ago. Uh, he's been kind of, he's been winning time trials and winning small stage races almost all year. Um, and then I don't think he won any of the. Of the Ardennes Classics, so. Okay. Um, Tour de France preview, or Tour de France news going into next week. Um, let's, let the, we'll, I'll go through your list and I'll go through mine. Um, BMC. No news. Um, but you have here something about Greg Van Avermaet. Van Avermaet has announced that he will make his team decision before the Tour. So if Auschwitz has money, it's got to be wink, wink now. You know, Greg, love to have you. Team decision or team announcement or both? Uh, I have a feeling that Auschwitz is waiting somewhere in the tour, like the second rest day to announce, to try to get more publicity for whoever's they're signing, like Deloitte, like uh, Cycling News had reported. Uh, so the more he can keep that under wraps, the more surprising that'll be. Um, or like last uh, podcast, we kind of talked about maybe the second that um, uh, the Dimension Data team found out that Deloitte might be going somewhere else, they recontacted and got that money back into the into that into the fold. Um, you know, Bernardino, the Bernard last Hino. French winner, yes, nineteen eighty five, yes. 
How many years has it been since there's been a French winner of the Tour de France? 33. Is that 33? We'll be 33 after this year. Yeah, 33 well, years. So we'll say 32 because you never know. You never know. <laughs> Bardet could win. Yeah. That's a possibility. Yeah. Um, Bernardino came out this week and said that the entire field should boycott if Chris Room's on the starting line. Your thoughts? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> if they do that, then he wins. <laughs> exactly. I, you can't. You can't. You can't reverse boycott. That's not a. That's not really a boycott, right? Right. Um. You not racing is not is, is isn't really a boycott if you want someone else not to be there. Um. You know, obviously the pressure should be should be on team team sky from the other Volan teams or from the other teams in pro cycling, but you know, he has rights and no one's really supposed to be know, know that this is going on. So you, everybody has to kind of take all the, all this with a grain of salt because technically this should have been out of the limelight and should have been done at a later date. It, Bernie Bernardino was working for the tour though. At one point. He, 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 I think he does work the race. He has had positions within ASO throughout the year. Uh, I believe we will see him on the, on the podium handing out lions and like he normally does, it, like he normally does. Uh, but currently I don't believe he's employed by ASO except for at the tour, the physical race. Okay. Um, Michelson Scott and Caleb Ewan. Yes. Ewan. Caleb Ewan. Ewan. I think they usually say Ozzy. Yeah, he's that little Aussie sprinter that I hate so much that leans out over his stem and looks not, like he's well, not crash. as much as Bling. Uh, Bling doesn't go near as far out as ah. as Ewan does. Uh, but they, the team did announce that he was going to get to ride the tour for the first time this year, and then they, they announced today that he is not part of the tour, and they're going to help uh, Adam Yates at, uh, solely help Adam Yates and be the team leader. Are both Yates brothers going or no? No, just uh, just the one. Yeah, I think Simon Yates will be in the Vuelta, and that's kind of the way they kind of broke up the uh, Noah Esteban Chavez at the Tour de France either. He wasn't going well enough in some of that. Wow. Uh, T well, you don't have the Thibaut Pino. Uh, he's out. Yeah, yeah I think I'm, we talked we talked about that one last one. I don't know that we did. I think we talked about it, it personally oh. when I came to the bike shop. I've been oh, to the that's... bike shop like five times in the last week. That's possible. Sorry. No worries. Um, but Thibaut Pino, health for health reasons, is out of the race. He got a lung infection and dehydration after the Giro. Well, during, the main reason. During the, Giro. the main. The main reason is because they know he can't beat Bardet, and he doesn't want to be not the first Frenchman. <laughs> uh, Joey Roscoff, local kid from Atlanta. Yeah, he uh, he uh, he has a couple of track records. Oh, that's right, Velodrome. Yeah, uh, he won the United States Time Trial National Championship. Yep, defended his title. And is he going to the the tour? I don't believe so. I don't believe he's on that on that tour team. Okay. I don't think Brent Bilkwalter or him is on the tour team. Just TJ. Just TJ. Yep. How many Americans are going to be in the Tour de France this year? Three, three, three or four. Okay. There's more. There's more Colombians with a chance to win racing the Tour de France than we have even 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 riding in the Tour. Wow. Yes, it's uh, gotten sad. Um, 
Do we have any other stories or news around the Tour de France we should cover before we move on to Atlanta United and World Cup and some of the other stories? No, unless you have cycling questions or any any com any Bebo comment. No, I'm just uh, excited. Getting excited. to be your favorite time of year. My well, second cycling Christmas, second second favorite, but yeah. Um, cycling Christmas. Sure, twenty one days. We're I, gonna. I thought I thought you were gonna buy some of those Continental tires that were featured with the. <laughs> I lower still, rolling I, was, I'm, I I still might. <laughs> I still might. True. Uh, so Barman's referring to a post I commented on uh, that Reality Bikes post, or I liked her, and I was in the store today and was asking about them, even though I just got new tires. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got new you tires did. on the rims that are sitting in the rafters <laughs> at Reality Bikes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't. You know, it's 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 an exciting time of year because we're going to record more episodes. Um, solely focused on the Tour de France. Right. Um, what's going to be interesting this year is we're going to do them a few of them remotely because you're traveling, I'm traveling, and it yes. all kind of overlaps. Yes. Um, and we're going to roll out our our funny Stooges podcast. Stooges, the RV's ready. Did you take those two yellow jerseys from the uh, velodrome <laughs> to hang Not up? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I'll find some more. Um. So we've got that. You know, we'll we'll do a Tour de France preview at some point in the next week, and that'll um, announce our fantasy uh, fantasy yeah, league. fantasy velo games. And I forgot once, about that. Once velo games comes out, we'll have that up uh, really early so for folks instead um, of the night before, like last time. Yeah, well, we know mm. the Marietta Mennonite Pete Wicker, uh, I bet you Crabby gets involved. Joe, Joe, my neighbor across the street, will get in. I'll get Conley to do it. Um, we'll have prizes from reality bikes. Maybe, maybe Todd will donate a set of those tires as one of the prizes. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get, we'll get, uh, uh, we'll get the rep to put that in for sure. Oh, I, I want to bring this up on the air. I know we talked about it. Uh, we got to get, I think next year for the reality bikes Jersey, we got to get the Barman and Bevo podcast logo on there. Uh, shouldn't be a problem. We'll okay. Figure it out. And I know you said you were working on a couple other ones as well. Yeah. Cool. All right. Atlanta United recap. We've had two games in the last week. One was last night. One was, uh, I think, a week ago Wednesday. Um, it was a week, a week ago Wednesday. Atlanta United you played. Said, you already said that. I know. I'm just confirming. I have it written oh. down in my, in my well, personal notes. let's edit that out then. I'm not editing this out. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we played Columbus in Columbus last week. Uh, Zach Steffen, the goalie for Columbus, looked great, even though he probably had was a little jet lag from coming back from France. Isn't uh, that our Isn't that our national goalkeeper for the next ten years? Hopefully, fingers crossed. Wow. Um, Guzan, your Mr. boy, Mister Clean Sheet, had another strong performance. Wow, he looked good. Made a few nice saves. Man. Um, Joseph Martinez scores on a corner kick in the first half. Was he onside? He was on. Well, you can't be offside on a corner kick. Are you sure? You, you can the find ball. A you can't be offside on a corner kick or throw in. Was he holding the? Was he holding the goalie as he was kicking the ball? No, but he did. It was a <laughs> header. It was a header. 
and he he followed through and may have broken his nose on the other dude's head. <laughs> <laughs> he played the rest of the half and then came out. Wow. Um, but he scores again, another goal. Um, Villalba scores on a pass from Almiron late in the second. It was basically a three-on-three breakaway. Nobody picked up Villalba behind the defense. Almiron played a really strange game. He was shooting when he should have been passing. He was passing when he should have been shooting. This one he got right. He found the open guy behind the defense. Takes two steps and strikes and scores. Nice goal. Um, is Almiron like a is that like a liqueur somewhere? You're thinking of I know which one you're thinking of. It's the one with the elephant on the on the Yeah, what what the, what was that? Oh um It'll come to me. It'll come yeah. to me. I know exactly what you're, I know what you're talking about. Um, it looked like, honestly, what I wrote down is it looked like Almarone looked like he was trying to do too much out there. It was odd game. But but Atlanta United gets the win, 2-0. I don't know why. I mean, he had Martinez. And, and, well, Martinez and wasn't that. in. It was mostly in the second half. He, I mean, he had, um, he had Villaba on that one goal. He had... Uh, uh, what's the kid from Argentina's name? The new kid, uh, Barco. He had Barco open a bunch of times and and chose to shoot. It, you know, it's just he didn't look great last night either in the game. So I don't know if he's tired or if he's butthurt about not getting named to the World Cup squad. I don't I don't know what what's going on with him. An Argentinian on the world, not on the no World no, no, Cup squad no. Is worth, he, is worth way more than what on. He's he's Uruguayan, Almiron. Oh. Um. Uruguay's in, aren't they? Yeah. They won two games. Two no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so last night they had their uh I guess quarterfinals for the US Open Cup against Chicago in Mercedes Benz. Uh no Martinez playing. Barco didn't start. Um he so they started a bunch of guys that normally wouldn't. Uh Khan was in net, Sano Guzan. Yeah, I think, I think they were. Uh, it's actually can, but they were uh, resting guys. I think for league play, or giving some some guys that are a little banged up some some rest. Um, they end up losing the game. I believe was it one nothing. One, one, one nothing. One um, so they're out. No more U.S. Open Cup games. They could probably use the rest. Yes, they could. <laughs> Agreed. Um, they've got, uh, Portland this weekend on Sunday at home, uh, that may or may not pop up in the Bevo's bet of the week, uh, or bet with Bevo, whatever we're calling it, man, you're me, uh, it's called bet with, bet with Bevo. It's called a teaser. It may be there. It may not be there. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. It's almost as good as battle of the bulge that doesn't get you. We use it all the time. Uh, World Cup date. What do you think so far of the World Cup? I do like that meme of the uh, of the foosball players where they're all off the where they're all <laughs> off the the twisty things and laying on the ground because I just watched I just watched the Croatia um, Argentinian first half and I mean Argentina was on the ground every opportunity they had. It was awful. And then I was thinking, I wish we played like Croatia, that tough, larger players, more physical, 
getting it done, attacking yeah. every ball, attacking the players that have a ball. You know, not necessarily being dirty, but playing playing tough like that. Yeah, uh, I will catch. I recorded it. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but uh, well, look, I'll get to when I go through their group. We'll talk a, a little bit more about that and where Argentina sits right now. But it doesn't look like they're moving forward. Are they mathematically out? I don't believe so. Um, but I, it doesn't look good for them. Wow. All right. So Group A. Uh, we've got Russia, two wins, two blowout victories. I think they well, beat... we can just, I mean, Russia and, uh, the uh, other team in A are just through Uruguay. Yeah. Uruguay. We already talked about that. Um, so B looks like it's going to be Spain, Portugal, but if Iran can upset Portugal, they may move on. That's not good. Iran, they, they played strong, but they just didn't have the, from what I saw in the Iran Spain game, I think we talked about um, they were just overmatched, and I think I think with Argentina having the problems they have, there's no way Portugal is going to lose. Um, did you watch the Spain Portugal match Friday? I didn't. I couldn't catch any of that game. Oh my god! With it, the state championship, it was an instant classic. Three three wow. final. Uh, I think Ronald? that's the ES, I think that's the ESPN title. I think I don't think we can use that on Fox. It's an IC. I see. <laughs> uh, Ronaldo put on a show. I think he had three goals. Um, just unbelievable game. Unbelievable is that the, game. Is that the goat? No. Because Him? he shaved his goat. He shaved down the goatee uh, to make fun of Messi. He's typically clean shaven. Because Messi took uh, magazine photos with a with a goat in his lap. Oh, so much for that, right? Yeah. If I, if I were to ask you who's the greatest soccer player ever, who would you say? Pele. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. I can't think of anyone that even comes close. I, you know, the way they play now is different. Um, uh, you know, both Messi and Ronaldo, the way they control the ball and the way they pass it to their teammates is absolutely amazing. But physically, Pele just looked like out of this world on the on the field all at one time. Yeah. Uh, Group C. France looks like they'll move on. Uh, Paul Pogba is playing great. He kind of turned it around for them. It looks like they're pretty good. And this is the group that Denmark is in. It looks like they might move through as well. Does so, that mean we got that team right, or did we? I believe we, we did. We just got I, it right. I think I think we punted that team. Maybe that's why the. No, I, I knew I had it written down here somewhere. I remember them being in it because um. One of my coworkers in South Africa, the guy who runs all of South Africa, is, uh, is Danish. So I knew that I could have, I swore they were in because I almost texted him the other night after the game. Does he like small baked rolls with sweets in the middle of it? I don't know. I'll have to ask him next. I was supposed to talk to him this morning, but he wasn't available. So, or is it, is it Danish like French fries? Just oh, I, I just got that. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I walked right into that. What a, I'm such a dummy. <laughs> Now uh, you got to ask him anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> damn you. <laughs> All right. So group D, half the group's played two games. The other half hasn't. Um, Croatia with a, I guess, would you consider that a big upset or? I thought they beat the snot out of them. I don't know. But, I don't is, know but is it an upset? I mean. Um, when I, uh, I watched, uh, I went ahead and took yesterday off. So I was home. So I got to, I got to listen to some of the talking heads. 
And honestly, there's pretty much as many Croatian players playing EuroLeague matches as Argentina does. Um, if you don't think of South America leagues as being mm-hmm. as being on the same level as a European league, so in that respect, and they definitely knew their they definitely knew their game, and they were willing they were willing to play their game whether they won or lost. They weren't going to change at all. And once they got up on Argentina, it sounded like they just destroyed them. So tomorrow we've got Iceland, Nigeria. Iceland tied Argentina. Iceland can knock out. Iceland can knock out then. Yes. Argentina with a win. Yes. Well, no, they tied Argentina in game one. Okay. But if they can beat Nigeria two or three goals, yeah. Yeah, because this is their second game. Yes. So Argentina's 0-1-1 and Iceland's 0-0-1. Yeah. Uh, and then Argentina would have to beat Nigeria by a significant amount to move on, and, and Iceland would have to uh, kind of crap, crap all over themselves. That could happen, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an interesting group. Um, groupie, I don't really have anyone moving on yet because everybody's only played one game. Uh, Which group is that? It's Brazil, Switzerland, Serbia, Costa Rica. Brazil looked just as awful as Argentina. They looked lackluster. It was a lackluster. Yeah, they scored early and then just sat on their heels. They were trying not to point and blame everyone because I think that's what they prefer to do because they <laughs> on on television that just looks bad. So they it seemed like they were trying to save it, but they looked not impressive. Uh, Serbia beat Costa Rica. I want to say they beat them by a couple goals. Uh, I didn't write down a score. Uh, Group F. Mexico beats Germany 1-0. Yeah. With a surprising win. Uh, There was so much excitement in Mexico City that it (laughs) registered an artificial earthquake when they went up 1-0. Sweden beats South Korea. Uh, it's still er- early to predict that, but I, I mean, Germany could go beat Sweden and South Korea and move on, potentially. It's early, though. True. It's early. Doesn't mean they're going to make it anywhere in the knockout round, anyways. Right? They didn't. They didn't look all that great together either. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, Group G: Belgium over Panama. England with a late goal over Tunisia. They looked lackluster. They scored on a corner kick. Yeah. I think in the 88th or 89th minute. I'm not. Um, it gets the job done. Yeah. Uh, honestly, if I look at it, I see Belgium and England coming out of that group. Well, I do like the Volkswagen commercial with the Belgian electronic music going on in the, in the Euro <laughs> car. Yes. <laughs> For us. Yes. Uh, group H. I think this is an upset as well. Senegal beats Poland. Um, Japan beat another upset potential. Japan beat Colombia. Um, well, we, we've talked about Japan. Watching Japan play soccer. It's like Ger- is Germany Junior. Yes, yeah, <laughs> but smaller. That's the, thus the junior. The ball, the, ball, the ball control is just absolutely amazing. Um. One thing that I saw that came out of this group is James, the star striker for Colombia, looks like he's been bounced from the starting 11 for the next game. Because he played so poorly? I guess. I don't know. I didn't read the whole story. I just saw the headline and wrote it down. Or they're trying to save him for in case they really need him. 
when they have to play Poland or when they have to play Senegal. I don't. I mean, well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what order they're playing. But yeah. But... Um, did you see the story that Russia's running out of beer for the World Cup? <laughs> I sent it to you. Yeah, I you're the one who sent I it to me. You. Yeah. Did you hear the one the one server in a restaurant that refused to be named because she didn't want to? And she's like, I can't believe these guys only drink beer. <laughs> it's soccer. All these it's other, football. All these other, it's Russia. Yeah. If we were in Russia, tell me we wouldn't have vodka. That's all I drink. Because that's what they're known for. <laughs> yes. If we went to Russia, we would be drinking vodka. I had vodka unchilled, Saturday night. Unchilled, in the shot glass, Sergei style. Oof. Oof. I hope it's good. It better be. Otherwise, otherwise, all the hair on the back of your neck just goes like straight up. <laughs> um, a couple of things I saw. So on Sunday, I saw a story that like a bunch of Mexicans were burning German flags at the at the, that, at the embassy. Makes, no, at the World Cup. Really? What's that the point of that? Rude. Yeah, what's the point of that? That seems so rude. That's just bad karma. What did the Germans do to them? They let I don't know they I mean they beat them. Why rub yeah, it in? Yeah, I know. That's being a poor sport. Um. All right. Tomorrow. Nigeria. I don't know I, if I'd go around Russia burning anybody's flag. That I know. Just seems that just seems like a bad, bad way to make your name. That. Who knows? Well, everybody knows all the Russians have uh, dash cams, so you know yes. you're going to end up. <laughs> Insurance fraud is a TV. huge issue there. <laughs> You know you're going to end up on somebody's dash cam for doing something. Right. Um, all right, tomorrow's games. Brazil, Costa Rica. Any uh, prediction there? Costa Rica didn't look good either. No. CONCACAF besides Mexico looked awful. Yes. Uh, all right, you were saying about CONCACAF? Uh, besides Mexico, CONCACAF looks awful, and I can't believe we lost to those teams. I know. Um <clears throat> Let's see. Serbia, Switzerland is Saturday. That one. How did Serbia and Croatia get in? They've got to be in the same region together. I think because Russia didn't have to qualify. So it left an extra team open and Italy didn't qualify. Oh, that must be the extra team. Did Italy lose two... to both, both Croatia and... Uh... We'll find out from our big fan in Italy. Michaela's going to be upset. Uh, maybe. I Why is I mean, Michaela I... making? Is he making fun of us for the U.S. not being in when Italy's not? Or I, he was no, making fun of he... us because we thought Italy was in and it wasn't. No, I kept doing that on purpose. <laughs> I knew Italy wasn't in because that's one of the teams I root for. Oh. Uh, he 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 was making fun of us about Chile. Uh, we deserve that. Um, Holland. Was that one of the ones, Dutch or the Dutch? The Dutch. Well, then, how are the Dutch not in? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. We we named four. Remember, there were four teams. I can't remember what, who the other two were, but there were four that we were just totally wrong about. Yes, but we what were if? flying blind. Yes, we were. And we, and we didn't care. We would have known if any of the teams were in the U.S. bracket if the U.S. had gone in. Right. That's um, the most exciting show on television is when they do the draw. I was going to ask you this. It, wouldn't there be a better way to do the draw than that that thing? Then you it's know, ridiculous. It reminds me of when you're at your grandparents' house and they're watching the they're watching the the draw the quick three or whatever that is that comes out between Jeopardy and whatever. 
and Kristen Uziata thinks that he can guess what three numbers there are using his magic, <laughs> using his, his ESP powers. Um, you would think that at this point they could seed it differently so that, like, I think they Spain want and Spain and I Portugal aren't in the same group. Yeah, but I think they well, I think they physically want people people to see that it is completely random. Yeah, because everything each, else is fixed. In each FIFA. group of balls is the is the same is the same levels of teams, right? Um, to allow so that so it is much luckier than or how it is is more much more random than you could imagine. What's funny to me is the the group with Spain, so Spain, Portugal, Morocco, and I don't remember who the fourth team is, Iran. Sounds right. Spain, Portugal, and and essentially Morocco border each other. I know Morocco's on the other side of the the Mediterranean, but it's like a ferry ride away. Yeah, but I, yeah, I think I think those it's distance wise, distance wise, it's it's like it's sixty or seventy miles. Right, but it's still like it's so funny that those three are grouped together and they're they essentially border each other Ge- geographically. Geographically, I mean, it, I, I was saying that earlier today at work. Um, Saturday we got. Uh, Were you Bel- talking to the Danish? No, I was talking to Adrian from. He's from South Africa. Because we were talking about all the teams that made it from Africa, and we couldn't remember if Egypt got in in Middle East or if they got in in Africa. Because you've got Morocco, uh, Senegal, Nigeria, and there's like two other African teams that made it. Wow. Um, Saturday, Belgium, Tunisia. Oh, Tunisia's one. They're they're from Africa. Um, South Korea, Mexico, and Germany, Sweden. That Germany, Sweden is going to be an interesting match because Germany needs to win that game. Yes. Um, so I'm a and there and everyone on the field is six foot two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all all are blonde, blue eyes. Yes. <laughs> um, I'll say this: I didn't think I was going to have any interest in this, and I still kind of I haven't watched it in a few days. Um, but I've been more engaged than I thought I would be. Yeah, I am more engaged than I thought it would be, but, but the, without some of the traditional teams that control the ball and move the ball around, um, uh, it, it hasn't been, I don't watch a lot of premier league soccer, so I don't get to see that very often. And that's what I enjoy about the world cup is when, when they're only like five feet apart and they make six passes within a 10 yard square. (laughs) <laughs> and that always amazes me about the World Cup, and I just haven't seen any of that kind of soccer I, yet. I couldn't remember who we were watching, but it was like maybe Monday or Tuesday. And they they show the passing stats at the end of the game. The team, the team, I can't remember which team it was, but they made like four hundred and fifty passes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> the other Japan. and the other, no, it wasn't Japan. <laughs> I haven't watched them play at all. It, and it, and the team they played had like two hundred and fifty. <laughs> it was insane. Um. All right. Bet with Bevo. I'll I'll South recap Korea all the way. <laughs> yeah. I'll recap. Uh, what's the What's the line on South Korea Mexico again? Mexico's favored by half a point, <laughs> but you got to bet fourteen fifty to win ten. Ouch. Uh. So South Korea. If you took South Korea plus a half, which means you're looking for a zero zero draw or one or just a draw right uh where is that one 
it pays ten dollars, pays twelve fifty. Man, I like going big, man. I like those Browns odds. How are the Browns looking again? Playoff bound. Is Johnny Johnny Manziel coming in from the CFL? Johnny Manziel threw his first touchdown in the CFL over the weekend for our Tiger Hamilton or uh, Hamilton uh, Tiger Hamilton Cats. Tigers. The Tiger, Tiger Cats. Cats. I guess if you're from Buffalo, you can claim Hamilton, right? I'll tell you a funny story about ti- the, the the Hamilton Tiger Cats. So Hamilton is a suburb of Toronto, essentially Pretty far away suburb. It's it's actually a suburb of Niagara Falls, Canada. It's closer right. to Niagara Falls, Canada than it's Toronto. Right, that's how. It's but going. it's but it's like forty five minutes from Toronto. Right, so it'd be like it'd be from Atlanta to Covington, or yes, like Douglasville, or further out that way. Yes, or coming to downtown Atlanta. Yes, um, I mean it's a it's a haul. You would when you're there, you're not like oh let's go to let's go to the, Hamilton. Um, so w- living in Buffalo, we always got the uh, Canadian television. We got like two channels that came in, so we could see Don Cherry for Hockey Night in Canada. Um. <laughs> And then whatever the other Canadian channel was. But they used to do your old school, like, um, um, what's it called? The, the, where they do taking donations to keep the team alive every year. Just like, every uh, year. Just like, what's his name? For um, the Hamilton Tiger Cat? Yeah. Who's the dude that used to do the MS one that just died? Jerry. Oh, um, Jerry Lewis. So they would the do telethon. a tel- they would do a telephone. They would do the te- or like PBS the, does. The Tiger when Hamilton telephone. Watching the John Denver, uh, they always put the John Denver on when when PBS wants to make money. And I love listening to John Denver because it reminds me of hanging out with my pops. Yeah, and and being around the house and all that kind of stuff. So every like, or the March. house I didn't have to pay anything for. My parents did the <laughs> <laughs> food meals. Like, <laughs> I don't. I can't remember if it was at the end of the season or just before the season started, but every year there was a Hamilton Tiger Cats telethon where you could donate money to keep the team alive. And the team's still around, which is funny. That um, is funny. But Johnny Mansell's playing there. I think June Jones is his head coach. Yes, I did see that. Um, Perfect. Okay, bet with Bevo. We'll, re- we'll recap what happened last week. The bet was Uruguay over... I don't remember who they were playing. In their first game? Yeah. It was minus... They were minus one. Well, you're supposed to keep track of the bet with Bebo. Who's the other team? It's Saudi Arabia, Russia, Uruguay, and... Uh, I think it was Saudi. No, it, that wasn't the game. It was... Uh, the next game? Argentina. Well, how are you supposed to know if you had a winner Egypt. if you can't even remember Egypt. what it was? Egypt. Oh. The spread Muhammad, was one. Muhammad and Muhammad. Yes. The spread was one. Oh, that, that, that was the catch. Mo Salah wasn't supposed to play. He played the game. No. Why wasn't he supposed to play? He got injured in the UEFA Champions League final. Oh, really? Yeah, one of the, one of the guys from uh, Real. I thought he started this tournament clean. I guess not. We try to separate his shoulder. Hey, man. I bet you you tried to separate some guy's shoulder. You never got a red card. No, but I flipped the guy once. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the spread was one. Your guy wins the game one nothing. So it's a push on your bet. So you don't win. You don't lose. So Bevo on the. So year, do you get your money back if you want it? 
you get your money back. Or do you have to place another bet? Like like when you go in for store credit. Now, you get, typically, if you're betting online, you get your money back. They recredit your account. Oh. Um, so, Bevo on the year, 2-0-1. Technically, still undefeated. Wow. Betting on soccer. All right. Against Barman's Judgment, I'm taking Mexico on Saturday. Never take El Tree with money on the line. I'm wearing green for El Tree. <laughs> I think uh, over Mexico minus a half a point. The bet is bet fourteen fifty to win ten, or one hundred forty five to win a hundred. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. I'm not telling you to go big, but if that's how you roll, like that's Chris, how you roll. If you roll like Chris Anunziata, that's what you do. <laughs> that was the first question he asked me on 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 Saturday when I saw him. How did bet with Bevo go this week? <laughs> Who'd you See, take? I, I can't remember. I knew it was a good segment. It was pretty good. It was no, a pretty good segment a great I came idea. up with. This is a great idea. I well, gotta, I gotta start getting in on my own bets. And they and they legalized gambling. Um, I believe the didn't the uh, governor of uh, New Jersey make a bet last week? The first person to bet in he, New Jersey. Probably they've been fighting that since sports 20, betting twenty twelve. Yeah. All right. So Saturday, Mexico, half a point. Minus half a point. So Mexico to win. Fourteen fifty pays ten dollars over South Korea. So if if Mexico ties We lose. You lose. Mexico ties, we lose. If Mexico wins, we win. To South Korea. To South Korea. How bad is South Korea? I didn't see any of their games. Well, everybody should be about the same height. <laughs> El Tree's actually pretty tall. Those guys are pretty. Uh, um, uh, what I'm hoping for is we don't get the old Mexico letdown game. Dude, you know it's coming. I know. I, like I said, against my yeah, better judgment. I don't, know, I don't know why you would do this bet. I told you. I told you before we started. I was like, this is insane. I'm taking El Tree. Mm, man, Trumpy Bear says take El Tree. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's still looking for the money for his wall. Um. All right. Ask Barman and Bevo anything. Let me just check Facebook real quick and make sure we didn't get any other questions. We wouldn't want to leave anyone out. That's right. And we've got lots of questions tonight. Thank Had you a week, all. week and a half to, to, to work it is, on this. It is, pretty, it is pretty fun doing this, knowing we're about to sit down and then these questions pop up. It was a, uh, it, it's a blast. Okay. So I'll go back to last week's. The Mad Italian got to us late with his questions one of them didn't make sense so i'm not even gonna bother answering it uh michaela is it michaela M- uh, i thought he what do they call it when they when they spell it out but they spell it out uh, high phonetically 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 <clears throat> i'm sure Nunziata is pissed already um uh state ch- state champion chris Nunziata. oh yeah <laughs> oh my gosh all right so the Mad Italian asked three questions. The first yeah. one is, why do black people in the United States call each other Monica? I've never heard of this. Right. Ever. Did you research it? I didn't. I, I'm not even, I'm just going to let that one go. Cause I've never heard it. I've never heard of it. Either, I don't so. think that's a real thing. And we probably know way more black people than Michaela does anyways. So. Right. His second question was, why do they call it soccer in the USA and not football? I had no idea. I did do the research on this one. Somehow, Football Association got shortened 
from association to associ, and somehow that got turned into soccer. What? And from that, I, that I have, can't be true. I have the article here on my phone. Let me pull it up real quick. Did I've, you read I've, this on the interweb? I did. I kept this article for the same reason. I read this. Rugby football became rugger for short. Association association football became soccer. After these two two sports spread across the Atlantic, Americans invented their own variant of the game they simply called football in the early 1900s. Then why is football called football? I think we call it soccer because football had already been invented here when soccer started to become big. Now, you and I both call it football or soccer. Yes. A lot of... And and we interchangeably can use it and know which one we're we're speaking about because of the context of what we're talking about. Now, I will will say this. There are a lot of Hispanic people in the United States that, that call it only football. They don't call it soccer. And I think that's been the biggest influence on on going back the other way towards more people calling it football. I think um, with as big as the Spanish league, the English league, uh, the Italian Serie A over here, more and more people are, are, are starting to call it football again instead of soccer. Well, I like calling when Atlanta United play, it's, I like calling that football because that yes. is what it is. All right. His third question. Since I'm such a terrible pronouncer of words and pronouncer of words in other languages, and I don't claim to speak Italian, I don't speak Italian, I barely speak Spanish, he asked me to pronounce three Italian words. I can't wait. Okay. The first one, I will try, but I know I'm going to get it wrong. It's spelled C-H-I-A-C-C-H-I-E-R-I-C-C-I-O. Can I get it used in a sentence, please? Uh, Michael Bevo Bevo cannot pronounce Chiachiricio. <laughs> I said I couldn't do it. I know I butchered it. It was a good try. That that was way better than I thought you were going to do. The second word he gave me, I think I might have wrote it down wrong. I just want to well, double how are you check. Gonna say it? How are you going to say it right if you wrote it down wrong? Well, I, it's either Scherza or Scherzo. I can't remember if it ends in an O or an A. I thought Scherzer got, Scherzer got benched because <laughs> Baker Mayfield's there now. <laughs> Try to figure that one out, Michaela. <laughs> uh, let's see if it's in our tweets and replies. I don't remember Scherzer. No, it's, it's S-C-H-E-R-Z-O is what I have written down. And I just want to confirm that. Here's the question. Why do American black people always call each other Monica? I don't remember that. Okay, the word is Scherzo. S-C-H-E-R-Z-O. Scherzo. Right. Okay. That's what I got. I, I'm, prob- I'm probably wrong, but... All right. Maybe the, it's a... You think it's a trick one? I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> and the, late, late at night? The last one. Is he going to have a hangover from Italy playing so well in the World Cup? (laughs) Dig, dig, dig. (laughs) Uh, The last word he asked me to pronounce, I know the word. I know I'm going to butcher it. 
but I'm going to give it a shot. Inyaki. The pasta. What? Inyaki. Is that how you say it? I believe so. Wow. We'll, we'll know tomorrow. Well, I don't. It's either Inyaki or well, Ginaki. Well, either of them aren't pasta. Well, it's, isn't it a potato covered in pasta? Pasta would be flour, egg, and salt. I know. Naki is usually is a potato paste. Oh, okay. Egg and salt. So, so you would. So, if you didn't have flour available, you could use that, and you made. They're almost like little dumplings, but pasta technically is like a little dumpling also. When they, right. if you made it, if you made it fresh. <clears throat> All right. Um. Nick Luther got in earlier today. How, how many questions does he have this week? Two. Cool. Of all the World Cup matches you could go to, which would you want to see? Theoretical matchup. What me? do you got? Yeah, I'll start with you. Unless you uh, want, I want me to answer. See, I want to see Argentina and Portugal play. Why? That would be good. Argentina stinks right now. Yeah, but that's fine. But you get to see play... you get to see it twice a year when Real Madrid plays Barcelona <laughs> <laughs> in El Clasico. But who, but who wins? <laughs> it's usually a split. <laughs> that's what I would want to see. I would want to see Portugal and Argentina. Um, I'd like to see a Brazil Italy, like two of those teams at the top of their game, two of the greatest national teams historically ever i think that would be amazing two completely different style of games yes completely yep yeah i I think i think that's what you got to go i mean ultimately i'd love to see the united states playing um i don't know spain in the final but i don't think we're we're ever going to see that happen if we, if we, in the final, in the if we final, ever, if, if we ever got to the final, it would be Germany, Italy, England, Brazil. It would be something so, it would be the so big four. Weird. It would be so weird that we just, there'd be no way for us to win. It would be, it would be like the New York football jets versus, um, the, uh, Baltimore Colts. <laughs> uh, something we forgot to mention that happened last Wednesday. The United States, Mexico, Canada won the bid for the 2026 World Cup. Well, we knew they were. Well, we had a feeling. It was between Even, us and Morocco. Well, they couldn't. After the bribes that they've been taking forever? I mean, you can't. You had to take that one. The, the great thing is about this, Atlanta is one of the sites, and I believe Atlanta will, will win to get a game. Uh, a semifinal game in in the Mercedes we'll Benz Stadium, yeah, without a doubt. Do they bring grass in for that game? Yes, they they already have the, the the logistics and everything they need. It's just too expensive, and the quality of play for a full season would change drastically. Is why they chose, but they wanted to do it. They mm-hmm. wanted to prove they could do it, and I remember a master plan where they were going to roll the grass out like during during the morning and afternoon and then store it in this weird spot. It was pretty cool. Um, Nick Luther's second question is a fill in the blank. I was so drunk 
I can't believe I blank. I did that? No. What? It's a fill in the blank. He wants to know you were so drunk you did something really stupid. Usually, usually the, and Vendora knows this, <laughs> Vendora knows this pretty well. Usually there's times where I get so drunk, I end up walking home and I end up waking, <laughs> about, uh, waking up about five hours later and my wallet is still in my back pocket. My keys are still in my side pocket. My phone is still in the other pocket. I just walk to my bedroom and I spread eagle and I, <laughs> I fall asleep on my bed with just, uh, just face down, just, just spread eagle. And that's, that's when I know I'm really drunk when I wake up. Usually I wake up about 6.45 or 6.50 and you do the wallet, keys, <laughs> phone check. <laughs> and then you're like, Whew. and well, then you're like, did I kill anyone last night? No. Uh, this this is going to turn into a great Bevo story. Hopefully. This one might be one you don't know about. And the only reason it comes up, it was one of my one of my buddies' birthdays the other day. Another one of my buddies, Dave. It was his birthday last week. So Dave used to live here in Atlanta for about a year. Dave and I went to high school together with, with Jeff Klein. And um, he moved down maybe like a year after Jeff and I did. I just celebrated 20, 20 years in Atlanta. Congrats. Yeah. Um, so Dave, Dave, we're ha- Dave lived here for about a year, year and a half, and we we're having a going away party for him. And the going away party consisted of me, Jeff, Rob, Dave, and Dave's roommate having a beer pong tournament with the five of us. <laughs> <laughs> we went out and had this, this huge dinner. We went and got like barbecue somewhere and I ate like a, a rack of ribs or something like that. We go back and we're playing beer, t- beer pong. And I refused to get off the table, even though I kept losing. Wow. Four games in, I I get one of those bad beers that goes down the wrong, a, li- a little too foamy. Yeah. A little too gassy. I'm like, uh-oh, that's coming back up. And we're in, a, we're in an apartment. And he's got a sliding glass door. Well, they used to sl- keep the screen door closed. So I, I throw, I drink. I, I'm like, uh-oh, I'm going to throw up the, like, out, just go out and throw up off the balcony. I run over. I open the sliding glass door and run right through the screen door and take it right off the hinges. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they, they so start, you didn't even try to open it? You just... I didn't know it was closed. I just figured I opened the door and I walk out the front door or walk out the, the patio door, run right through the screen door. Like just, it goes flying off and I'm like kind of tripping. I make it to the edge. I throw up over the side and I turn around and they're all crying, laughing. And then they start calling me Gajira. <laughs> so i was so drunk i can't believe i ran through a screen door wow after playing beer pong um oh i gotta pull these up kristen state champion kristen unziata writes state champion do you consider the cyclists of the golden age who pop G- greenies and assorted other drugs to be dopers Hmm. I can't really answer this because the only one I know about is Pantone. Uh, I do not consider them dopers in the fact that manipulating your blood for oxygen levels seems a thousand times worse than than using stimulants or or other or other more natural means, caffeine, 
Um, the the pop bulge, which is the cocaine, heroin, caffeine slash mixture that they used to that they used to take. So the the um, do I consider it doping if one person is take is doing it and others are not? Yes. And there's there's a great picture. I think uh, Graham Watson, one of Graham Watson's books, or he might uh, speak of it, is um, usually the people. Usually the racers that were taking drugs were usually not the winners of the race, but were the helpers who were just trying to do their job. So they're in this time trial in late part of the season. And and so something happens where either it rains or something goes wrong. And these three gentlemen that are on the podium took a bunch of drugs to make the race go more easily. And they ended up getting first, second, and third. And the picture of them on the podium you can see on their faces that they know that they're going to test positive. And it's, it's, I think it's from the early seventies maybe, or maybe the mid, the mid seventies or late, possibly even the late sixties. And it's, it's awful because then the drugs were more used to help someone survive or to make your job more easy. And when you think about it that way, then you're kind of like, well, how many people when they get to work, they're feeling groggy go grab two cups of coffee or go buy a monster, um, Red a, a Red Bull or, or do something that, and is that, is that illegal? So, um, different time frames, a little bit different. Um, uh, you know, that's cheating is cheating. I'm not black and I'm not necessarily black and white on, on, on the doping in, in cycling. I don't think you'll ever fully eradicate doping from cycling. I just, think that there needs the processes need to be in place where a clean athlete feels like they can be competitive with someone who's doping that's what's important to me i can't comment on it because i just don't know enough about it (laughs) i wasn't watching cycling back then so to me it's it's the same as baseball guys were doing the same thing in the 60s and 70s in baseball they weren't necessarily doing the human growth hormone and steroids and whatever else, whatever else right. other per- performance enhancing drugs are using today. Um, but to the me, human, she, she, the she, human, she, the human growth hormone story is awful. The Olympics in the uh, human growth hormone Olympics, uh, I believe they call it the 88 Olympics. Um, there are in 84, any athlete that took human growth hormone, it had to be extracted from good, Cadavers? Cadavers. Cadavers. Had to be extracted from cadavers. And they didn't have Hmm. a synthetic version of that until the mid, like maybe 86 or 87. So it's awful to think about how much money athletes spent to try to get. And the flip side of that is how do you know the quality of the human growth hormone that they're extracting? Right. If you're extracting it from a from a car accident victim, is that a great athlete? Is that a healthy individual? Is that is I mean, that's just then you think about doping and it's just trying to protect people from themselves. Right. Um Ryan Krabby. Who do you got in the next round of the World Cup? Netherlands, Italy, Chile, Ireland, USA, or Scotland? When was the last time Scotland was in a World Cup? I don't know if if they've ever qualified. I don't know. I would think with this expansion that's coming, that teams like that might get in 
in a couple of years. I wonder how they're going to divide that up through the world. Whether how many yeah. extra euros, how many extra was it one group or two? Uh, I don't know how they're doing it. I I, yeah. I I haven't quite figured out. And they're actually doing two stages of extra, aren't they? So by the time it comes to the United States, there's actually going to be forty-eight, maybe or fifty. Fifty. I I forget how it works. I I would say uh, I've got Wales. In Guatemala, in the next round. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Ireland, United States. Woo! They're playing on St. Patrick's Day. They they share a Jameson in the middle of the field and then start <laughs> and then and then start, and then start a game. I, do they drink Jameson in Ireland? The Catholics do. The Catholics. Yeah, the Protestants drink Bushmills. Did we tell the Belfast car bomb story? I think we did. In we one have. Of the, really, yeah. One of the very early episodes. Um, Jeff Galat. Do you know Jeff? Yes. Jeff's a great uh, great guy. Uh, just had some knee surgery a couple weeks ago. Uh, Atlanta United. Uh, uh, he's got the best tickets for Atlanta United games out of everyone we know at the shop. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, excellent. Uh, great guy. Uh, comes from. Uh, he's a Golden State Warriors fan comes from that part of California. Okay. I, I always refrain from calling California a communist state when Jeff's around and all those kind of things. It's about to be three communist states. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to the game Saturday against uh, next Saturday against Orlando again. Oh, cool. I heard they fired their manager. I, I read know. that. I, I, I was searching for their Wednesday result, and I guess Orlando already fired their manager, which I find hard to believe. Um, midway through the season, I think they just lost six games in a row. I guess I that's, think that's what. It's probably better than firing your manager the night before the World Cup starts. Hey, I, <laughs> the, you know, they had the perfect that Michigan that Michigan reference to when um uh, Steve Fisher got the job uh, because Bo Schembechler wanted a Michigan man. That's exactly you know what I want a Spaniard. I want a Spaniard who's going to stay in Spain coaching my team, and that's the right thing to do. Oh no, I he was I staying in Spain. Well, but he's not coaching the Spanish national team. Uh, he didn't tell them that he was interviewing for the Real Madrid job. Oh, he's going to keep and, the national team job. And he, hours before the – he told them five minutes before the announcement came out. Wow. And they, they said, that's not how we roll. You're supposed to be open about that stuff. And honestly, to me, it was a conflict of interest. You're coaching against your best player on your club team in the first game of the World Cup. But the the funny thing was, like they said, listen, it's it's Spanish football. We've played the same way for a hundred years. It's nothing <laughs> doesn't matter who the nothing's coach is. Gonna, they know how to gonna play. Change. They know they know the game plan. <laughs> so Scotland's visits the World Cup. Last visit, nineteen ninety eight. Okay, that's not so ninety eight ninety. Um, eighty six, eighty two, seventy eight. Seventy four. So it looks looks like it uh, after ninety eight it kind of fizzled out for them. Yeah. Uh so Jeff's question. Why do track cyclists only turn left? Even NASCAR drivers have to turn right a few races a year. <laughs> and I don't want know what his hashtag is. Hashtag support Ambi Turners. Ambi Turners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. It is good. Um 
So the story goes in the Northern Hemisphere, there's something about your circulation with your heart being somewhat on the left side of your body that it's better to turn and leave it towards the inside of the inside. That's all I can come up with. Has anybody ever done a track that's a figure eight? Uh, Red Bull has a little track that actually is a figure eight where the un- you go under and over depending on what part. Um, but that's hard to do fix because you're going downhill in one side and you're going uphill in another. Okay, so if that's what they do in the norm- nor- northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere, do they go the other way? No. The toilets flush the other way, though. So? That's the first thing I did when I went to South Africa. Did you, did you notice it right away? Yes. It was Isn't super... It's so weird. <laughs> it is the weirdest thing. Well, they have that... The, the Facebook has that a little video of the guy that, like, walks to the two different sides with his little bowl and his flowers and, and shows how the water goes on the... It's on the equator, and there's a huge line through town. And then he goes to one side and does the does the water down on Wednesday, and on the other side does it the opposite way. I, you know where I learned that from? The Simpsons. That the water goes the opposite way. They, they it was the episode where they went to Australia, and the they Simpsons go. Went... The, the, the Simpsons <laughs> have gone everywhere. <laughs> they go to Australia, and Homer goes to flush the toilet, and they had an anti. Rotating swirl on the toilet. <laughs> oh, so it just went straight down. <laughs> no, no. So it's that you see it start to go the opposite way, and then they have a, a flush, a thing that shoots water and enforces it to swirl the other way. <laughs> wow. And then he starts chanting "USA, USA." <laughs> <laughs> That's All right. funny. Do you have anything else in your notes that we didn't talk about? No. How many people wished you happy birthday on LinkedIn? Uh, Nick Luther and you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, when do you think we can get together or when do you, when do you want to record the next episode? Um, actually I could, uh, I'm not at the velodrome next week. Okay. So I could do a, a Tuesday or a Wednesday episode next week to kind of break it up. We can start the tour de France. We'll know the national championship winners and we can start the Tour de France build up. Okay. Uh, all right. So that does it for episode 47. Uh, we'll be back sometime early next week with a new episode. Um, follow us on all the social media platforms Twitter at Barman and Bevo Pod, at Bevo 8771, at underscore Coach Barman. Follow us on uh, Facebook, Barman and Bevo Podcast, easy enough to find. Michael Barman, Michael Vandura. Um, we are, uh, we, we record or we, we post all of our episodes on Podbean, um, but you can get us on Apple, uh, podcasts. You can get us on Google. I think it's Google play. You can get us on Stitcher. Um, <laughs> I think I'm almost positive. That's where, uh, Mc- McKella came from. Interesting. Yeah. We so. just started that a few weeks ago. So, right. And it was right around when he started listening. Hopefully, I didn't butcher too much of those pronunciations for him tonight. That's the best part of the podcast. Maybe he hopefully he doesn't call me an idiot again. <laughs> he did call you an idiot quite a bit. Yeah, well, it it is what it I is. I think it must be if it's a troll, it's got to be one of your friends because they're way harder on you than they are on me. Yeah, I keep <laughs> keep accusing people. <laughs> <laughs> Just try to flush them out. Yeah, like I, like when I was at the bike shop the other day and accused Todd. 
Um, I, I showed him those posts and he was laughing so hard. It, 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 they are funny. Keep them coming, Michaela. We love <laughs> you, man. Um, okay. Download us on iTunes, pod, uh, podcast, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, whatever you use to listen to your podcasts. Uh, like us, rate us, whatever you want to put on there, good or bad. Uh, we'd prefer good, but, you know, obviously if you're listening, you like what we do. So um, that does it for us. We'll be back here in less than a week with some more World Cup, World Cup, more World Cup dates, Tour de France preview, any Atlanta United preview, and any other sporting news that's going on. So uh, thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Straightening the curves, yeah, flattening the hills. Someday the mountain might get them, but the law never will. Making their way. Oh